So hello everyone and uh, welcome to this practice period. <clears throat> and again, uh, an invitation to use this next uh, 45 minutes period um, for the cultivation of metta the cultivation of this basic friendliness uh, in relation to our own experience and in relation to our experience and imagining of uh, other people. And really an encouragement um, to find your own way with this. Um, it is a, a journey uh, of practice that really invites experimentation. Um, the Buddha's instructions on, on metta were sit down and radiate metta in all directions. Uh, which, you know, easier said than done. And so over the centuries, these uh, been these explorations of different ways of uh, cultivating this friendliness and, and expanding the arena of friendliness to include more and more people, situations, experiences, opening the possibility of a, of a genuinely unconditional, unrestricted, unlimited friendliness that we can offer to the full range of experience uh, and the full range of people even where we disagree or where we uh, have good reasons to have strong boundaries and to really honor our differences. And as I was saying yesterday, the body is so helpful in this practice. Uh, where we're using imagination and using words, if we are, there is, there could be a tendency for this to become quite a heady practice. So really, as we settle into this time now, just an encouragement to let your feet, your heels, your sit bones, your contact with ground, the weight of your limbs, all of that be an anchor in presence that you can keep coming back to, that you can keep using as a way of grounding your practice, embodying this practice. <clears throat> and there's a way in which the body can be a kind of resonating chamber so 
a, a kind of field within which these intentions can be allowed to resonate or to echo or to kind of develop. So that, so that there's a sense, okay, the body is what receives kindness when I'm wishing metta for self. You know, the body is able to soak up those intentions and to, to feel, again, this word marinate, a tofu example, to marinate, to soak in this sense of friendliness. This can be very helpful. <clears throat> and really an encouragement in the playing with this today and during this week in your practice, um, just to incline to where is easiest, as I said yesterday, and really establish uh, there. And, and then expand, then expand. And my intention is to leave uh, some silence, more silence today for you to navigate your own pathway with this between different categories. <clears throat> sensing what's easiest and also what's most needed at this moment in this time. In terms of um, particular people, we could just simplify to, to four um, categories, one self, Another, this category that we explored yesterday that is easily available, someone who, you know, you feel an easy, uncomplicated sense of goodwill, kindness towards. And today we'd just like to, to drop in the possibility of, of two more. One is the neutral category which you could embody in a particular person. Um, this could be somebody uh, in your community, somebody who you see in the shops, somebody uh, who you just comes to mind, could even be someone on this retreat uh, with whom you don't share a story, you don't share uh, a sense of knowing each other. And so this is somebody who doesn't kind of trigger a big narrative or a big um, sense of identity. Um, and of course, this person uh, represents the whatever it is, 7.5 billion people in this world who we probably don't no, you know, this is by far the largest category. And as with neutral Vedana generally, whether that's the color of the ceiling or 
the sensations of your lips touching. It's very easy for the attention to slide off that which isn't particularly colorful or dramatic. And it is easy, isn't it? All too easy. Uh, not really to see the humanity of many of the people whom we encounter in our day-to-day -day lives, who we don't have a particular connection with. They may just be performing some function for us, like you know, being at the checkout or selling us a ticket or cleaning the office or emptying the, the bins in the street. And all too easy, all too easy, not to see and honor their humanity, their vulnerability to both joy and to sorrow. One French philosopher said, every face we ever see is giving one message, which is, please don't harm me. Please don't harm me. And there's something about uh, this neutral category that is about sensitizing ourselves to see people's humanity, to see their vulnerability. And, <clears throat> you know, we can reflect in our own lives about the cost <clears throat> or the costs of not doing that. Um, but we've also seen in our societies and in our politics, the cost of there being people in our worlds whose humanity we don't acknowledge, we don't recognize. You know, I think some of the politics, certainly in the UK over the last few years, have really demonstrated what happens when different groups in society don't see and recognize and honor the humanity and the needs and the vulnerabilities of other groups. And, you know, for this reason, it feels the neutral category is actually a very, very important category because it's a healing category of the divisions and the dissociations in our own lives and within our communities and societies. Who are the people in our communities, in our workplaces, whose humanity doesn't tend to get seen, doesn't tend to get honored in our societies? You know, and again, this time, this COVID time feels like a, a very good time to really practice this and some of the ways in which people who we may previously have overlooked have turned out to be key workers, key contributors to our well-being and the functioning and uh, 
processes of our own communities is a reminder to, to really to take this uh, practice of kindness towards those who we might otherwise overlook to take that really to heart and to, to make that a practice and a principle not only on the cushion not only in our meditation but in our lives the the category of of the difficult uh, person um as always with this kind of meditation many of you will have given this reminder to people not to choose the most difficult person in your life to choose somebody who's you know with whom there's a mild irritation rather than a traumatic conflict and and you know our minds pick up what they pick up and it is just worth reflecting together that meta friendliness does not mean not having healthy boundaries it does not mean pretending that difficult things haven't happened or don't happen it doesn't mean being in denial it also doesn't mean condoning or approving of things that have happened that have been harmful it doesn't mean somehow letting someone off from experiencing the consequences of harmful actions it's not weakness you know kindness is not weakness it at times needs to be infinitely gentle and sensitive and subtle even and at other times needs to be really strong needs even to be fierce <laughs> needs to wield a sword of wisdom you know that says no or says uh, not in my name and that uh, takes action and even activism uh, so what is it then if it has all these different faces you know how can we protest strongly or state our boundaries clearly and be practicing metta well isn't this really about recognizing the cost of hatred the cost of ill will and practicing wishing well rather than wishing ill rather than wishing harm can i wish well to people even when i strongly disapprove of what they've done or what they're doing can i at the very least practice not wishing them harm when i've been hurt by them or i am 
hurt by them. This is a challenging practice and requires uh, a slow pace rather than a hurrying or an overriding of the heart's natural defenses. You know? We may need to place the difficult person at a considerable distance in our minds and in our lives in order to be able to get to that place in ourselves where we're not hating. You know? We may need to say, I will never see that person again. Or we may need to say, in our meditation, we imagine them uh, at a distance or imagine them in black and white rather than in color. You know? Shrink the image of them down to the size of a postage stamp that I place on the other side of town in my imagination in order to be able to keep our seat and practice at least not wishing harm. And of course, and of course, practicing kindness and compassion for those parts of us that do wish harm or that really struggle with this. (laughs) There's no shoulds here. There's no thou shalts or thou shalt nots. There's just an honest reflection of the cost of hatred and ill will in our world and in our lives. And a recognition that really, isn't it the case that when we commit to hatred, when we commit to hatred or commit to cruelty, that really is the, the kind of gateway to hell, isn't it? You know. So those are just some reflections. Um, in this meditation, really an encouragement to keep it light, keep it simple. If you play with the difficult category, somebody who's just mildly irritated you. <laughs> Somebody who, who at this time just feels a bit annoying or a bit frustrating or a bit confusing, yeah? So really keeping it light, keeping it light in order just to keep your seat and sit or stand your ground and practice from that ground. So why don't we move into a period of practice now? So again, choosing a posture that feels appropriate for this uh, moment. Maybe, Maybe it's a sitting posture, maybe it's a standing posture. Maybe more difficult to sustain the attention lying down, but if you are lying down, Practicing keeping your, you might want to keep your hands in the air with your elbows on the ground, just as a way of staying wakeful, staying wakeful. And I'll just gently guide us through categories and then leave time for you to play with 
whatever categories feel like they have the most juice, feel like they have the most kind of aliveness or interest or need at this time. So feeling your body sitting here, lying here, standing here. Really inhabiting the sense of the body's ground. Safe ground, good ground, supportive ground. The contact with the floor, the contact with whatever you're sitting on. Can you appreciate that, even enjoy that? What about enjoying the breathing? Enjoying the opportunity to practice at this moment. The gift of that. And the awareness that senses the body breathing, can that be friendly? Can it have a lightness, even a humor to it? A smile, certainly. And if you find it helpful to place a hand on your heart center, the middle of the chest, and or 
a hand on the belly center, just as a embodied reminder of this kindness, this care, this gentle friendliness. And please feeling welcome to do that. And you may find there's a, a natural flow from this into practicing friendliness for this body and heart-mind that you call yourself, using phrases or using visual imagery or just a felt sense. You may also know that actually what you find easiest is to move first into the, the benefactor category, the, the category of the easiest person. And so just following what feels most available, most accessible at this moment, either the self or the easiest person. And just some time in silence, in a moment to linger with one of those or to move between them, the self and the easiest person. Using phrases if you find them helpful, may I be safe, well, peaceful, in the midst of this. May you live with ease and with kindness in the midst of whatever you're going through. So just playing with these categories during this period of silence.
any time that you notice that the mind has wandered, coming back to the ground of the body first, really re-establishing that, anchoring in presence. And then just in due course, re-invoking the sense of intention. Maybe it's also the image of somebody to whom you're wishing well. Connecting with the heart wish for that person's well-being, whether that's yourself or them. And then letting the phrases be an expression of that well-wishing. And in due course, uh, you may want to let the, the phrases quieten or the image of a benefactor or easy person fade. Or you may sense, actually, I really want to continue with this. I really want to continue with this theme of metaphor myself, this body, heart, mind, or for this benefactor, this person who's been a benefit to me. You may even want to add in other people who benefit and support your life and just take the rest of the sitting to Dwell with wishing them well, wishing yourself well, wishing them well, and practicing sustaining that through the hindrances that naturally arise as we do any kind of practice. But it might also be that this neutral category is of interest to you. 
So if, if it feels appropriate, just seeing how it is to let someone more neutral come into your heart-mind. And just trusting whoever comes. Allowing them to be in the arena of embodied presence. So expanding that arena to include this person. And really practicing seeing this person's humanity, seeing their face in your mind's eye, sensing their vulnerability to suffering, their wish for happiness. And letting that inspire a sense of well-wishing towards them. May you too be safe and well. May you be peaceful. May you live with ease and with kindness. And again, this category may have real interest or juice as you explore it, if you are doing so. And so please feel welcome to linger with this, if this feels like what's most appropriate for your heart at this moment. But also some space now, if you'd like just to bring to mind someone with whom there is some difficulty at this time. 
someone with whom there's just some mild frustration or disagreement or confusion. See how it is to wish this person well too. You find it helpful to move them a little further away in your mind's eye and really just finding a distance that enables you fully to be in your seat even as you bring this person to mind. May you too be safe and well. Even in the midst of difficult conditions, may you too be peaceful. May you too live with ease and with kindness. Sometimes it can be helpful to alternate between meta for a difficult person and meta for ourselves. And then letting go of that category and just for the last couple of minutes coming back to whatever theme in this practice feels most nourishing, feels most resourcing. It could be it's meta for yourself, could be for the easiest person, could be for all of us here on this uh, retreat together. So really just bathing in the last couple of minutes in the sense of goodwill that comes most readily to your heart, your body, your mind.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.